Today is Tuesday, September 7th, 2021. Welcome into Dirt Tracker Daily. I'm Justin Fiedler. Coming up, we're rolling through all of the Labor Day dirt racing from Monday, including the World of Outlaws at Grace Harbor, a surprise Silver Crown winner, and more. Before we dive in, if you like what I'm doing here, please subscribe to the show, leave a review, and hit those follow and notification buttons, depending on where you consume this. Make sure to follow at Dirt Tracker on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. And don't forget, DirtTracker.com has a bunch more cool dirt racing stuff. Now let's get going. I know yesterday was Labor Day, which is a big reason why we had racing, but I do love some good weekday shows. Everything seems to get kind of stacked and packed into the weekends, and for obvious reasons, but I feel like having some shows during the week really kind of helps break up the work week, gives us something to look forward to. For yesterday, that obviously included the Outlaws at Grace Harbor, the Silver Crown Cards at Decoin, plus the IMCA Super Nationals, Sprint Cars at Port Royal, and Husets. I wish more tracks and series would find ways to put on programs during the week. I think it could be done, especially... If you get through the programs and get them finished early enough where it wouldn't affect those people attending races, then going, having to go to work the next day. I think if you do kind of one division, two division shows, I think you can get them done. And, it, you know, it certainly works for the MLB, the NBA, plenty of other leagues that do, you know, midweek and, and weekday uh, competitions and, and games. You know, if you have hot laps, you know, on track by 6 or 6.30, you could get the program done by 9 or 9.30. I think it would also mean your racing wouldn't get buried on the streaming services. I see it every week putting together the streaming schedule. You might get a handful of shows kind of Monday through Wednesday, but by Friday and Saturday, there are 30 or 40 plus shows on the streaming schedules. When fans can only afford to watch so much racing, both because of money and time, it forces them to choose. Weekday shows means much less competitions across, much less competition across things like Dirt Vision, Flow Racing, and, and all of the other streaming providers. So, anyway, that was a tangent onto the racing from yesterday. After three days at Skagit Speedway over the weekend, the Outlaws traveled about three hours southwest to Grace Harbor Raceway last night in Washington for a 10,000 to win show. I mentioned last week on an episode about Logan Schuhart's kind of off season and that he hadn't won an outlaw race since the Jackson Nationals back in June. He's been more consistent, though, as of late and running towards the front, and last night he finally broke the streak. After 25 outlaw appearances in a row without a win, Shuhart led every lap at Grace Harbor, bagging the fourth, uh, his fourth one of the season. He topped Carson Macedo, Brad Sweet, Donnie Schatz, and David Gravel. Shuhart is definitely off pace from where, where he was kind of during a very strong career year in 2020. Hopefully the recent run of good finishes can kind of get him back going in the right direction. The previous two years, for example, he's been in the double digits for win percentage, um, basically over 10% he's one of, uh, of the races. But with only four victories in 64 races this season, his win percentage is only 6.25%. I do think the level of competition with the Outlaws, especially at the top, has gotten better this season, but also I think that Shuhart has had a bunch of bad luck and tough nights. Just can't afford to have stretches where you finish outside the top 15 in four straight races and stay in contention. We talk about it all the time, but it's this need for consistency that's kind of playing out in front of us right now with the championship contenders. Neither Carson Macedo or David Gravel have been able to make up ground on Brad Sweet lately, and that's with them finishing really well. Macedo's average finish over the last five races is 4.6, and Gravel's is 3.8. But Sweet keeps edging away because his average finish over the same stretch is 3.6. When your rivals are top 5 and top 10 runners almost every single night, you have to find a way to do the same just to keep pace, let alone make up ground. Looking elsewhere, it was a nice 4-race swing for local Trey Starks. 
We've seen Trey plenty with the Outlaws in the past with his time in the Midwest and in central Pennsylvania, but his worst finish at Skagit was 11th over the three nights, and he went 18th to 9th last night to grab Hard Charger. And I believe this weekend and yesterday were the first four appearances for young Oregon driver Tanner Holmes with the Outlaws. Tanner has been a past guest of mine on, uh, on a Conversations episode, and he's got a nearly 50,000 uh, subscriber following over on YouTube. Uh, as he documents his sprint car career. He raced during Ohio Sprint Speed Week this season and some around the Midwest, including the 360 Knoxville Nationals. He started top 10 last night before finishing 14th. The Outlaw teams uh, get a few days off now to travel and get their cars together as the West Coast Swing heads next to California. The Gold Cup is happening this coming Friday and Saturday at the Silver Dollar Speedway with the Fall West Coast trip coming to a close the following weekend with stops at Colorado Speedway and Placerville. Elsewhere yesterday, we had a surprise winner with the USAC Silver Crown Series at DuCoin, and the points battle closed up with only two races left. Points leader Cody uh, Swanson sat on the pole for the Ted Horn 100 and ended up leading the first 47 laps. But 53-year-old Brian Tyler, who's making his first series start in two years, ran Swanson down from 11th and took the lead in lap traffic on lap 48. Swanson suffered engine issues just a few laps later and ended up 17th. Out front, Logan Seavey challenged Tyler late in the race but couldn't find a way by, and then Tyler stretched away over the final uh, few laps to bag his first Silver Crown win in 10 years. The 18th career Silver Crown victory for Tyler also made him the oldest series winner ever. So first start in two years, first win in 10 years. Seavey, Jake Swanson, Jerry Coons Jr., and Shane Cockrum completed the top five. The second for CV along with the 17th for Swanson means CV took a huge chunk out of Swanson's points lead. With just Eldora and Toledo left in 2021, only 16 points separate the top two. The Silver Crown Series returns to action during the Four Crown Weekend later this month at Eldora. Another sprint car action from yesterday, we had 39 cars at Port Royal for the Labor Day Classic. A lot of guys were in attendance to get laps before the Tuscarora 50 takes place this coming weekend. In the feature, Danny Dietrich took the lead from Hunter Schoenberg with 20 laps to go and went unchallenged the rest of the way for the $6,000 score. Aaron Reitzel finished second. Schoenberg ended up third. Gerard McIntyre went 19th to fourth, and Jeff Halligan completed the top five. A few drivers had rough days, including Anthony Macri, who ended up flipping, and Brent Marks, who went out early after spinning a few times. The field yesterday also included names like Brian Brown, Justin Peck, and Spencer Baston. At Houston Speedway last night, Parker Price Miller bagged the MSTS 360 sprint car win. Uh, leader Justin Henderson made a late race mistake and got sideways in turn three. That allowed PPM to slip by for the win. It was his second Houston's win of the year, driving the uh, five car for Guy Forbrook. At Boone Speedway this week in Iowa, the IMCA Super Nationals are off and running. Last night was the first of six nights of action following the Prelude Nights over the weekend. In late model division, Justin K bagged his first ever Super Nationals championship, leading 48 of 50 laps and beating Corey Dumpert and Richie Gustin. Racing continues all week with late models, modifieds, stock cars, northern sport mods, hobby stocks, sport compacts, and mod lights competing. To keep up all week, visit imca.com and myracepass.com. There are three items on the streaming schedule for today. Fast 4 has day two of Outlaw Cards from Cycleland Speedway. Speed Sport has the IMCA Super Nationals, like I just mentioned, from Boone Speedway. And there is Flow Racing 24-7. To see the full daily streaming schedule with links to watch, visit dirttracker.com slash watch tonight. 
Coming up on the show tomorrow, we will go hard in on the World 100 Week at Eldora. Remember, just like the other big events at Eldora, we get two of those. So two World 100s this week coming up are going to have a stacked field. Kyle Larson, Jonathan Davenport trying to win another one. So lots to talk about on the show tomorrow. That's it for the show today. Hope you have a good Tuesday. If you have thoughts about the topics on today's show, please leave them in the comments below or tweet at me. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We'll see you tomorrow for more Dirt Tracker Daily. 